220 of the platformers on 221. What do you do, baby? And I am your host, Brian Barnett, and this is a show about games and nerd culture. <laughs> I'm Joshua Mobley, and I'm alive. <laughs> I'm Chris Shriver, and my hair is doing a thing. Yeah. So is, nice. so is mine. I showered like an hour ago, so my hair is like kind of nuts <laughs> right now. Yeah. Very floppy. Very nice. Very these, nice. These are the things uh, we discuss on our video games podcast. These are right. the things that we discuss. <laughs> floppy hair. Floppy po- post-shower hair. Mm-hmm. Oh, guys. It's been a day. Yeah. I, I don't know what you guys have been going through. I've had a very normal day. Man, I've had a very, God, I've, had a very produ- <laughs> I've had a very productive day. It just wasn't a normal day because it was a day off, so I did a lot of stuff. But I'm tired. I'm very tired. <laughs> this just in, breaking news. The Min Min Amiibo is launching on April 29th, 2022. I'm going to be it's honest. that dumb punching game. The, I, didn't, the, I didn't realize they were still making Amiibos. The Minecraft Amiibo are delayed due to supply shortages. Hmm. I didn't I think know, Amiibos cares, were even but... still a thing. I think they're only That's doing crazy. them for Smash at this point. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. The Smash like, is done. Yeah, but they have, they haven't put out all the amiibos. They're putting one out for mm. every fighter. Hmm. Yeah. Well. <laughs> all right. Well, all right then. Yeah. I well. guess if you if they're gonna do it. Sorry, the last two the the games that I've been playing lately for review have just been beating me up. <laughs> <laughs> well, we yeah, won't be beating you up. I don't know why yeah. you uh, subject yourself to this. It happens. I do. I, I suffer from my craft. <laughs> I probably shouldn't, but you know, I'm 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 uh, I'm about to. And then and then the game that I'm trying to play uh, waves my switch in front of the screen that I'm trying to play for fun is also dumb in different ways. Uh, but we'll talk about that later. I'm sure. Okay. <laughs> I was going to ask what it is, but um, you're going to tell it's me. Super it's Super Mario point. Galaxy. It's Super Mario oh. Galaxy. Yeah. Yeah, you mentioned that game. in the last episode, I think, where you were like, there's parts where you're flying through space or whatever, and it's not great. And we're like, that's yeah. the whole fucking game. Gal- Galaxy. But I played more. I've Galaxy's played more. in the name. I've, yeah, I've played more worlds uh, since then. We might uh, as well just get into it. Yeah. Let's 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 just get we, it over with. So, wait, what are we gonna get? Uh, no, I mean, I I can confirm now, having played a little bit of Mario Galaxy Two, that um, the Switch version is the worst way to play that game. Like, it is so vastly better on the Wii hmm. with a a Wiimote and nunchuck. Like the way God intended. The, the way, way it was meant to be. The played. way it was designed. God, yeah, the way it was the designed. The way God and Nintendo intended. Yeah. Not this port. Like, Mario Sunshine, you can get away with it, right? They did the update. They added analog trigger support. If you have the GameCube adapter, they can get around it. There's no sensor bar in the Switch. There isn't going to be one. It is always going no. to play like a piece of crap. Hmm. So my question to you as somebody... and. You know, it's a shame that that Odell's not here to be, you know, a second uh, person to put this question to. But should I 
Yes. Keep going or should I stop? Oh, I thought you were going to say, should I emulate it? <laughs> I was going to say yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's but funny. wouldn't I then have to just buy a sensor bar anyway? You would need... So if anybody is thinking of doing this, you want to look at legally with your copy that you own. The um, Mayflash Dolphin Bar is stupid easy to use. You plug it into your computer, you set it to mode four, you hit the sync button on the thing, you hit the sync button on your Wii remote, and it just pair <clears throat> it just pairs up. You don't but have to I do- would have to buy a sensor bar <laughs> and then buy Wii remotes. Yep. I don't think I know so. you're not gonna do it. I'm just saying that is the way to play that game. They have HD texture packs, which I just installed this weekend. They look incredible. Um I got one for Wii Sports that also looked incredible. I don't know how much better you can make Wii Sports look. It does. <laughs> yeah. But that is that is the way to play that game. Because they're never going to add Wiimote support to the Switch. And it's just the way it is. Sure. Especially if you're not yeah. liking it on Switch. I it's I, it has its moments. That's the thing. That's the thing that's really obnoxious is that like there are moments when it doesn't lean into motion controls and it just tries to be a Mario game and at those points it's pretty good. It's not great, but it's good, you know. And then there's a lot of other times where it's like leaning into, "Hey, you can't see where you're going and you can't redirect the camera even though the camera is not showing you the direction that you need to be shown." to know what you're going into or who's shooting at you or whatever. Uh, and you look like you have a retort. I didn't even know that, or I had forgotten, because, again, it's been 10 or 15 years since I played it. Yeah, um, same. When you're playing it with a Wiimote, and this is just a regular remote, but if you're when you're playing it with a Wiimote, <laughs> like, it's stupid simple. The controls are stupid simple, right? You have jump, you have B. With, yeah. Jump with A, you have B with the trigger. Or, uh, or uh, you know what I'm trying to say. I know like, what you're trying to say. Yeah. Your star bit pointer is like you shoot it or you interact with objects, you know, with B. And then you yeah. have the D-pad. The D-pad lets you control the camera on, oh, the, awesome. on the Wii. But, like, didn't even dawn on but, me until I was does playing the it. Does the D-pad on the Switch work in that same way? Because I would never... I, I don't know, but why would you ever... Yeah, why would you ever try to do that? Like, it, it doesn't make sense to do it that way. Even if you like, even if you look at a Joy-Con, it's like no, the buttons makes, just aren't there. It makes sense in the in the and this is this is the degree of credit I'm going to give Nintendo, which they do not deserve at all. It makes sense if you look at it like back in the '90s and like 2000s, how you would uh, a lot of people would play shooters with like joysticks, and then you would aim using the POV hat. Yeah, like, I I used to play that, uh, Doom like the first time I played it was on a joystick. Real talk, I played Jedi Knight on a joystick. Yeah, shit, yeah. shit was wild. And then we just uh, stopped doing that. <laughs> yeah, and then we just I you don't know, know why I, everybody stopped doing it. What but. I do wonder, Brian, is if the uh, triggers would mimic that, like the L and R or like ZLZR, like either of those. It's got to be one of them, and I'm just not thinking of it. I need to go I need to go and like just really try to go into it and figure it out because it was it was one of those scenarios where I was just like, man, 
I could really use the ability to look around, and it doesn't seem like they're going to give it to me. Uh, <laughs> but, you know. Yeah. I, That's I, a bummer. Yeah, it's it's hard for me to... Like, I played that game literally once back when it kind of around when it came out on the Wii. And so, like, I remember almost nothing about it. Um, so, like, hearing you talk about it is, like, trying to... I'm trying to, like, place myself back 15-ish years ago and be like, what what even happened <laughs> in that game? Yeah. So I certainly don't remember. And, and the other thing is, like, I plugged it into the dock and was like, okay, where... I Like, I saw my cursor somewhere on the screen and I'm, like, waving it up towards the ceiling and I'm getting it, but it's, like, very difficult to stay accurate. It's just... You're fighting it's... the controls the entire time you're playing it. Yes, which yeah. is how I felt about the Wii, also. Like, I, I, it just felt like this is, you know... I love Nintendo. Mario is one of my favorite, like, series ever, even though it is... Man, probably more misses than hits at this point. Uh, but uh, when Mario is, like, at its best, it's, like, almost untouchable as far as, like, how much fun you can have with it. Uh, and a lot of people have Galaxy and Galaxy 2 up there as, like, the, some of their favorite games ever and, like, best Mario games and stuff. But a lot of people have Mario Odyssey as their favorite games, too. So maybe I just disagree with what people well, like. About you just almost, don't like 3D open-world Mario games. Or it's, it's almost just, like yeah. you can have your own opinion. What, Everyone what has their Josh own... Was gonna say. Yeah, I was, well, was going to say, Mario has, like, changed so much and just between every game. Like, they always are trying to do something new. I mean, I, there was a... Fans were, like, asking for, at some point, like, an F-Zero. Like, they wanted another F-Zero. And I think Miyamoto was quoted as saying, why would we do that? We don't have, like, any new ideas for F-Zero, you know? Like, it's we like made they, the last great F-Zero game. Yeah, so, like, it they're never the going to just make another of a thing, like, most of the time. They want to do something, like, totally new, which is funny because we have, like three splatoons and we're getting a sequel to breath of the wild <laughs> but yeah the point is that they like to do something brand new every time they make a, a new like mainline mario game so they like to lean on some kind of mechanic or whatever so just by the nature of that everybody is going to have a completely different favorite you know mario game from someone else that's fair that's fair but if your favorite franchise was i don't know tetris and they came out with a new Tetris. Like you'd mm -hmm. want to try it, right? And like mm -hmm. figure out if like if you wanted it and try to make it work. It's it's kind of a different thing for me than the like Grand Theft Auto Red Dead problem, where like the original Red Dead Redemption is the only uh, Rockstar game that I like. Um, and even though the others are like massively well regarded critically. And, like, have sold more than almost any other game of, of all time. Uh, I'm just like, eh. But it's 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 not like that because it's, like, for Nintendo and for Mario, it's like, I usually like them, you know? And so mm -hmm. I've just been like, maybe I just need to, like, just, I don't know. I just need to muscle through, like, some, you know, some however many hours until it gets good sort of, sort of scenario. No, like, I enjoyed Mario Galaxy, like, from the jump. I just yeah. don't think the Switch yeah. version Same. is very good. I haven't played and it. And I got I, I got every star. Like I I played the whole game. <laughs> I literally have I literally have that I bought that Mario collection on Switch right when it came out. Still have never yeah. opened it. I like was like, cool, I'll play this at some point, put it on my shelf. Never yeah. <laughs> never opened it. So what I'll pro what I'll probably do 
then, if that's the case, is I will probably stop playing Mario Galaxy and start Mario 64. You're going to hate it. See, and see... You're going to hate it. What happens? But it doesn't have motion controls, so at least... It doesn't matter. At least I won't have that. As someone who, like... I, I was three years old, and I still vividly remember the first time I saw Bowser and being like, this is incredible. Like, it was a pivotal moment in my life. Like, that game Marriage, is not as... seeing They're... Bowser graduating. <laughs> <laughs> no, Bowser, then... Then, then marriage. The, the jump from then... 2D to 3D. Like, there's... There are very few moments that we've had like that in gaming. And as... M- important as that game is um there's a reason i like banjo kazooie more and i talk about it more (laughs) yeah fair but i'll dip out of that if i if i uh you know if i don't like it i feel like i feel like the, the the thing about mario galaxy that i don't like isn't necessarily the structure because i can see what it's doing even if i think that like i would have preferred I forget what was it Mario Galaxy 2 where like the first one you go the first little planet you go to you fight against like a mini potted piranha plant boss you do that in the first Mario Galaxy well the, the first and Don't second you also do are, that in sunshine <laughs> yeah so no but it's like on a big world and you're like running away from it and you're like trying to both of them do that it's the first boss in both Mario Galaxy 1 and 2 okay well Except, well, one one that. of them is one of them is in an egg, and the other one is not. Okay. Uh, that is the only difference. Yeah, the, I remember doing something like that where I was like, "Yeah, do more of this," where they're like not tiny little capsules or you know something, but it's like a big circle for you to like wander around. I mean, that's I what that, that's. Is that what most of them are? Yeah. Because okay, a lot of the stuff that I'm in right now is not like that, uh, but that might just be the the world that i'm on or whatever yeah i mean it's a lot of the earlier sections don't have a lot of that um the first level is like almost entirely that but can we can we shift gears a little bit uh since we're talking about nintendo stuff and talk about something else that really bummed me out this week what's that <laughs> was I it the... where this is going oh i was gonna say was it the nintendo direct but i forgot that was literally do you, last, do you know where this week. is going chris uh where I do you ass- think this is going i assume this is the eShop news or the nintendo mm. 3ds no. and wii u stuff oh no okay it's not no uh i dipped back into metroid dread on rookie mode yeah okay very boring uh yeah well yeah because there's no like not really what a did you expect right? <laughs> like... no 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 it's but the challenge for the challenge has never been what has brought me into metroid it's like the atmosphere no but and it's, all it's that not sort even stuff. no but but rookie mode in metroid like like part of the tensity that the tensity not just atmosphere because like that is its own thing but i feel like the tensity of like okay how many energy tanks do i have how many missiles do i have like which i had a problem with in dread like i think they give you too many um that too many missile tanks not enough energy tanks correct um i mean eventually you get enough energy tanks but the that marriage of the two is like what gives that game it's like overall tone and like the feeling of like 
you know, excitement of when you finally do get an energy, energy tank, it's like, thank God. Or you get the morph ball or like whatever else. But playing it in rookie mode, you lose that. So it's it's more just yes. like, all right, these enemies are kind of pushovers. And I really but just the, need the next thing to get me to the next location or like this part of a location. Like that's that's all you're getting out of it. It's so interesting because it really does lay bare the problem with dread for me which is that uh the exploration is not that good the combat the movement feels good but fighting these enemies does not most of the enemies are boring yeah like very boring Hmm. uh the bosses are good but you have to do a lot to get to them uh and uh it's without without the uh the tension or tensity if you like uh there's just it's it just feels empty and that's such a bummer because i was really annoyed with how the damage was tuned which if you listen to our metroid dread uh episode you'll know that which is like i've got a metroid dread poster right here you know like whatever because it was cool it came with my game and all that sort of stuff and samus is dope but, uh, man, what a freaking bummer. I was like, dude, this is going to be the new way that I want to play this game. And I just got to the first boss, and I'm just like, this was so boring. I feel like I'm just totally wasting my time. Which is like You also so beat the game crazy. twice already, right? Yeah, and gotten 100%. <laughs> but I've done that dozens of times as Super Metroid, and I'm not sick of it. Sure. Yeah, I get that. Like, it's, it's just, it really, but like, that's a fun place to be. Like, running through the ruins of the civilization when everything's dark and there's no lights on and you can hear the rain on the rocks outside. Like, it's atmospheric. Mm -hmm. And this game is not... Like, there's no no joy that you glean from just being in these spaces. No, they're all pretty much metal hallways. Like, that's what most of the game is. There's, like, one woods area. But it really... Like, it was one of those things where I was just like... Oh, when this game isn't kicking my teeth in, maybe I'll enjoy it more. Nope, you're going to enjoy it less, which is nuts. Well, I mean, if there's just, not like any if there's not any kind of challenge, then it's like you just feel like you're I don't know. You're going not really doing motions. anything, right? Yeah, you're just going through the motions, so it doesn't feel as good. I I guess I I feel like this I feel like this infatuation with difficulty is completely overblown. Uh I think it's misunderstood. Yeah, because well, to we're be some, definitely going to talk about. Yeah, we are definitely going to talk about that later in the show when I talk about you know the game that I'm reviewing this week. Yeah, there's a uh, difference between like <clears throat> cranking up enemy hit rates and lowering your health and designing a game around requiring you to be good at it. Like mm-hmm. those are yeah. two different things. Uncharted one crushing or uh, what is it? Not crushing mode. Brutal mode. There are sections of that game that, like, specifically the end, the last chapter when you're on the boat, um, there's a part where a cutscene plays. And if you happen to get shot twice by, like, or if you happen to not get shot twice by some miracle, that's the only way you can get past it. Otherwise, like, you're, you're trapped in a cutscene. And it's like, how is this any fun? Like, I can't even play the damn game. Yeah. You know? Yeah, there's the the storm missile boss later in in Metroid Dread. Like, if you get hit two or three times, that's it. You're dead. Yeah, 
and that's not fun. The 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 and this is why I think that the you know, and we're going to be talking about souls uh, next week as well, uh, by way of uh, Elden Ring. But um, the great thing about Dark Souls games and early Dark Souls games in particular uh, is that they understand that challenge and difficulty is tied to making you think. And so you walk in to the first enemy, it is one slow moving skeleton. You take them down easily. Next, you got one skeleton over here, one over here. So you gotta attack one while you're looking at the other. The next group is like two skeletons and then an archer in the back. And it's like, okay, now you have to maneuver and avoid the arrows being shot at you by the archer and then take out these two. They're constantly adding and layering and putting together different groups of enemies that you have to use what you've learned to take them out systematically. That is difficulty that I can get behind. It's tough, but fair. You know how to take out all the individual components. Now you just have to take them out together. That sort of a thing. And and I, none of the enemies in this game really require that level of... It's not that you're trying to think your way through it. You just have to do the thing. And that's just so much less interesting to me. Uh, Harry brings up a good any- point in the chat where he says, um, rookie mode, I figured it was just another word for more accessible mode for players, which... And that's totally fine, it, and that is good, because there are a lot of people who are not going to be able to get through normal mode on Metroid Dread. Yeah, I mean, I also think of, like, you know, my my niece is seven, um, and I gave her my, my launch switch back in December. Um, and she's still just, like, learning the motor skills of how to play a video game. Um, I think rookie mode in that sense is... I mean, it's exactly what it's meant to be, right? Like, it's it's yeah. for those people that, like, they don't have the motor skills yet, but they can take their time and learn it. Um, yeah. And I think for Nintendo consoles specifically, that is tremendously important. Um, yes. You know, when we were growing up, we were too stupid to know that a game was too hard. Or, you know, like, we just kind of had to figure it out. You just keep doing it. You just kept yeah. doing it. And it was like, well, this I have two games, and this is one of them. Yeah. It wasn't like, yeah, Game yeah. Pass just fire something else up yeah the free-to-play wasn't like a thing right Right. we didn't have cell phones or game let alone games on cell phones we didn't even have cell phones right yeah you you got two report cards a year and if you did well in school you got two games and it was like all right and if you and if you got (laughs) enough gift cards on on your birthdays and uh christmas or whatever then you got you got some more you know right and if you got if you got castlevania and mega man Nut up, Buttercup. Yeah. Because it's going to be a minute before you get through this one. Yeah. And and that's totally fine. And I don't begrudge them. I'm definitely one of those people that's like, yeah, sure, be be your creator. You know, do whatever you want. Make make the game that you want. But add in ways for people to get into the game that either need accessibility considerations or need stuff to be easier. You want more granular toggles is what it sounds like. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. exactly. But the, 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 my problem with this isn't necessarily that it's made easier because I don't think making something easier makes it worse. I'm not one of those people. Right. Uh, but at the same time, it just, it just, when you aren't desperately trying to stay alive, it's, it's like, uh, it's, uh, God damn, I hate that I keep bringing this up because I, <laughs> I feel like I'm just giving Josh just a thousand paper cuts. 
it's kind of like Rise of Skywalker. It's like you're in it, it's bombastic, you're watching it, it's fun, and then you get to the end and you leave the theater and you start thinking about it. And it's like, what the fuck was that? That was not my experience. I was thinking about it the second it began. <laughs> yeah, I definitely That's I definitely sad. was too, but it was more the more I thought but about it. I get what you mean. I, I would I would liken yeah. it more to Taco Bell. It's like in the moment it seems great and you're eating it and you're like, and yeah. You're like, and then afterwards you're like, what did I do? Like, and then why you can hear your heartbeat in your, your face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and, and i and it feels like when you're not struggling for survival in metroid dread you have time to like look at what you're doing and the places that you are and realize that it, it doesn't and i'm not I, I i don't like taking a dump on mercury steam because like they did a much better job with this than they did with their previous game it just i don't i don't get the heart of this in it like it just doesn't feel like it's got that substance in this mode that i that I want, no, just this game. But the fact, the easy mode gives me more time to think because I'm, you know, I'm not distracted by, I'm almost dead, I'm almost dead, Jesus, get me to the next save room. I can, I'm, I'm getting through there totally fine. And because it's giving me more time to think, I'm thinking about how empty all these spaces feel, how mm. pointless this traversal feels, all this sort of stuff. Right. It just kind of lets the other issues come to the surface because I'm not worried about, it's, it's, it's Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Like, I'm not worried about survival, so I have time to think about these other things. Um, I get that. But anyway, I just wanted to quickly touch on that. That's, mm -hmm. I didn't really mean to talk about that, but we were bringing that up, and I was just like, ah, I'm so disappointed by this. I don't know what I want to do on my Switch next. Jesus. That's very bright. It's so bright now. I know. Wow. I was, wow. Trying to, I was trying to match your tone <laughs> and be, well, and be subtle it. about it, but clearly mm -hmm. I wasn't. Well, I got one. Uh, I got one color light, and it's like a warm off white, and that's it. Yeah, I've got my one light right up there, and it's bright as hell. I don't want to get a but I still dimmer switch for it. I still look like a pale pink beast. <laughs> the panel's the thing I have to like. If that's up all the way, like some kind like, of creature. Yeah, watch. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> it's insane. Anyway. So, uh, Chris or Josh, uh, I don't want to go straight from talking a lot to talking a lot again. So, what do you, what do you, you guys want to talk about first? Josh, you've been gone for a while. I have been. What have you been um, up to? Welcome back. Being sick, and then uh, Valentine's Day. Um, you didn't have yeah, COVID, I, did you? No. Okay. I, I, the one day, so I like woke up and got up. I was like, man, my head hurts and stuff, and I started doing stuff getting ready for the day and then just i was like i'm so nauseous i went nope i just was like i'm not working today it's like i messaged like i'm not working today laid down and i literally woke up at 5 10 wow <laughs> it was like oh shit because my phone was doing that like the platformers recording is right now and i was like oh crap so <laughs> but um yeah but no i did not have covid um well that's good that was today? I, no, that was that was, last, last, that was last. Oh yeah. The yeah, other yeah. Monday. Gotcha. Yeah. And then last Monday was Valentine's Day, so I was busy. Um Yeah. Yeah, I've been playing a couple things like uh I'm going to go through them like really fast though cuz there's a larger topic I want to get to, but like um sure. I played that little game um Vampire Survivors. I don't know if you guys have heard about this. It's based I have heard about it's it. It's like a it's an early access roguelike 
or roguelite, I should say, kind of, it's, it's very much like an arcade game where you're just trying to see how long you can survive. Um, it's literally $3 and it's pretty fun. I, I, they're, they're adding stuff to it. I don't think it's gonna, I don't think you're gonna want to put like hundreds of hours into it, but for $3, like a little arcade game, I think it's definitely, it's definitely worth your time. It has a lot of That's like cool. cat old eight bit Castlevania, like references and stuff in it. Um, it does get challenging, uh, but it's cool. I, I, I look forward to seeing how it comes together and it's like 1.0 kind of version right now it's in like 0.2.8 or whatever they keep doing little updates and they're adding it's new basically characters. not a game yet not a game yet. i mean it's a game you can play it and it's fun um but it doesn't have like tons of depth or anything which hence it's three dollars right uh yeah. so i've been I'm, I'm telling people like yeah it's totally worth three dollars like it's 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 fun it's cool like it's but it's not, i'm like don't expect like the craziest uh game you'll ever play it's just this fun little thing now it could be it could become that later but right now it's just this fun little distraction it'll be really a really good like steam deck game i think um nice whenever that happens just because it's like you don't have to put that much like mental energy into it you're mostly just trying to see how long you can survive and then at the end you'll get a bunch of gold and you'll buy new power-ups and characters and stuff and then you're like all right let's go back in again you know um now i do have a quick question about the name Mm -hmm. so are you a vampire and you are trying to survive or are you trying to survive from the i don't believe you're a vampire i think you're like you look a lot like characters from like castlevania 3 honestly um, okay. And all of the weapons you use are very much like Castlevania. Like there's holy water. There's the axes that go like up and stuff. Yeah, the whip. Okay, yeah. so you're surviving by like trying to hold off vampires. Yeah, well, you're fighting. Yeah, you're fighting like bats and zombies and these like plant things that come to life. There's a bunch of stuff. It's all like, st- honestly, okay, so- it's all stuff you'd see in a Castlevania game basically so in the 0.3 update they're gonna add vampires (laughs) i mean there could be vampires like i i don't know i haven't gotten uh i haven't gotten that far i think the longest i've ever survived was like 13 14 minutes uh because it ramps it it ramps up pretty significantly um and there's what's the gameplay like (laughs) this is what's funny i thought it was going to be like a twin stick shooter but it's not it's uh uh, you literally just move. That's the only way you interact with the game. You just move your really? character. Yeah, all of your projectiles and stuff fire automatically. So, so you're like a moving turret. <laughs> yes, uh, and you basically—it's a tower defense game, but you're the tower. You're the tower. Yeah, kind of. That's a good way to put it. Um, but you basically like you'll start off and you only have like one weapon. So like the first character you get is basically like Simon. He has a whip. So like he'll whip like every two seconds or three seconds depending on where you're facing and you just move around but then as you uh find items you'll get like knives and holy water and all these things and they just add so then like every couple seconds like you might just like poop out a holy water somewhere randomly and so you're the idea is you just want to have all these projectiles firing so then you just have like all this stuff kind of firing out of you and you're just running around trying not to get hit um which at first sounds a little weird but then it's 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 all you need honestly like it it on it it might get too like uh 
crazy or like too easy maybe if you were if you were uh, able to like just automatically direct your attacks um the fact that you kind of can't and you and you know kind of where they're gonna go is makes it a more more difficult and makes the like uh, survival time a lot lower because like I, I worry with the games like that is like oh my god i've been you know i've been playing for 30 minutes and now i'm bored you know um but with this, it's like, oh, the first time you play, you're probably going to survive like four or five minutes. And then you're going to be like, all right, time to go again, you know. Um, and like I, the longest I think I ever got was like 14 minutes. And that was like just an amazing run. Or like, oh, my God, I did so well, you know. But most of the time, it's like nine minutes, eight, nine minutes if you do like pretty good, you know. Sounds um, like a good uh, so Steam Deck game. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah. I think, it will, so I think it will be a good Steam Deck game. Yeah. Is it kind of like Loop Hero where like you're building up and gaining access to new stuff in between the runs? Or is it like you purely start over like Downwell or something? Um, you So you get gold and then you spend the gold in the menu to be like, now I'm going to have more health. Just basic. Like every rank, my health will be like better. Or every time I level up, you know, my health will be better because as you play you do you is level that, is up that permanent or is that just on the next just run? in your well just in your runs but i mean well, no it is permanent i should say yeah okay um or you'll be like just, you know you'll unlock different characters which have different abilities or like different starting weapons and stuff basically okay um but it's not like a it's not a super complicated game it's it's pretty okay. simple but i definitely cool. would say i recommend it for where it is and honestly the, the price it's Again, it's three dollars. It's not, it's not like gonna break the bank, honestly. So, it's I catch the fever. Catch the yeah, I'd say yeah, catch the fever. It's good, but uh, nice. It's not like game of the, it's not game of the year. It's not loop Harry, hero or anything, but it's fun. Harry's asking, wait, so it's a roguelite then? Kind of. I mean, it's kind like of. a arcade game roguelite thing. It's hard to yeah. explain, but yeah, it's fun. I I say check it out. If you're mildly cool. interested, it's $3. if you're mildly interested, three dollars <laughs> I mean, is I'm, not much I'm, to. I'm interested. Yeah. Um, so that sounds cool. And that's on Steam. I could use something a little, uh, a little, <laughs> little chill, more chill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the other thing I dipped into a little bit this week was the Cyberpunk patch on PlayStation Five. Ooh, which me too. I have to say, is very, very good. It's very good. Uh, I downloaded the trial, but I have not yet played it. Yeah. Um, so, it funny enough is most people thought that when they got the patch, it was just for like next gen. But actually, it's a 1.5 patch and it has tons of shit in it, like tons of stuff that like I I don't even remember. I look kind of skimmed through the patch notes, but there's a lot. Like they added literally a bunch more dialogue and cutscenes to all of the in-game romances. They added new apartments that you can buy or, or rent. They added like a bunch, like just a bunch of stuff uh, on top of adding like the next gen thing and all of the performance boosts that that gets and stuff. But um, I, it made me want to play it again because <laughs> I, uh, I dipped back in and was playing. I was like, man, this looks, like, a lot better than it did. Like, the PS4 version on PS5, like, looked fine, but it didn't look, like, great, you know? Um, you could tell it was, like, this could look a lot better than it looks right now. Um, but playing it now, you're like, this looks pretty freaking good. Uh, I think Digital Foundry likened it to, like, a 
They said if you play on performance mode, it's almost like playing it on like a mid-range PC right now, yeah. basically. Um, uh, which is a little shocking to me because I think it looks really, really good uh, for what it is. I'm playing it on my 4K TV, um, and I'm playing it in performance mode, which is the 60 FPS mode. And I'm like, this still looks really good. Like, hmm. phenomenally good. Digital Foundry's testing, there are very few... set Like, the sections that they would normally test in for dips, like, there are very few dips uh, yeah. that they have encountered. Like, not much below 50, even in, like, the worst places, which is really yeah. good. And that's that's in performance mode, which is the one that I think they recommended and the one I recommend people play in. Um, I tried out quality plus, like, HDR plus ray tracing mode, and sitting still you're like this looks pretty cool but then when you move you're like oh god <laughs> it doesn't look that good well not um, only that but like even in digital foundry side by side like I, I didn't notice like i really you have to look at like it's how not how different much are different. these puddles yeah like yeah and that was really the main area where they saw like that there was a difference was like yeah it, it, not so much lighting it was just like shadows it, and it's almost not worth it to play on yeah. quality mode because the the amount of yeah the extra you get is not much yeah uh, it does look better frame rate but yeah the the 60 fps mode still looks really really good and yeah honestly it runs better so it's it's you should you should just do that one um <laughs> But yeah, they add- it still can't hit a locked sixty on PS Five. No, it's a locked sixty. It's, well, it's almost. Not, it's not locked, but it it. But yeah, but you said that it was getting down to like fifty frames or something in the worst, worst spots. In the absolute worst sections, like ninety nine percent of the time, it's like at sixty. Yeah, like oh, okay. yeah, you're gonna like. Uh, they were saying at least in the Digital Foundry video I watched that a lot of the times when it dips, um, the dips are so minimal that you won't notice because they're like a frame. Yeah, um, I didn't notice. But there's like playing. one or two sections that are notoriously um, like very heavy on the uh, just the processing power or the GPU or whatever it is. I don't know what it is about these specific sections of the game, um, but they were seeing them dip into like the 50s there, which those moments are very small. Like they're they're gonna happen like in the blink of an eye. And so, even in those they said uh, the Series X version actually performed worse than the PS5 one did. Hmm. Which, yeah. not not that it was much worse, but it was like, I think it, he said the, he thinks the reason is because whoever did the review um, was because of the way that the PS5's SSD loads assets. Like, it just loads mm-hmm. them a little bit more quickly than the Series yeah. X does. That might be part of it. Like, I think one of the sections is probably they're loading part of the city in and deloading another part of the city when you're walking through this alleyway uh and it just kind of messes with the frame rate just so slightly you know um but i mean that's just video games and stuff but other than that i think it runs and looks like really good made me want to play it again because it has all this extra stuff and there's all these like there's all these like quality of life changes apparently they redid all of the loot like there's less loot in the game now to pick up but it's like more like slightly more impactful. I could be getting that wrong, but I know that there's a whole like loot redo uh, in the patch. Um, Interesting. Yeah, but it's 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 really cool. I have no idea how the like last gen uh, 
like versions are at this moment or this point and at this point i i i don't know i know i don't know if it's worth playing it on those but i still think that this is i still think cyberpunk even before was a really really good game if you played it on on hardware that could handle it uh and it was just kind of like eh, it's it's like almost you know it's almost like there you know to being great on the ps5 uh, but I, but it's like, so I'm still playing this PS4 version that's like, looks better than it would on an actual PS4, but still not quite like there. Now it's like, oh man, this is sort of what it maybe should have been at launch, which, you know, isn't a great thing to say. But at the same time, I think it's like an, it's an awesome game that I really enjoy and I'm kind of excited to go play it again. Yeah. Yeah. The, um, cool. patch one, two, three, um, which is the one that came before this, um, on like PS4, um, I, they Digital Foundry at least had said a number of times like do not try to play this game on a base Xbox One. Um, it's just like it's not worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, you're gonna have a bad time. Um, base PS4 started to get there, and then obviously PS4 Pro, you know, definitely performed better. Um, but no, I definitely agree with everything you said. Like I, I'm having a hard time now trying to figure out what to play because. This can't kind of came out of nowhere. I was expecting it, it but I was kind of hoping it in March um, after I beat Horizon, and I haven't beat like I haven't even played it yet. Mm-hmm. I haven't finished the DLC for the first Horizon yet, and I want to do that first. So now I'm like, ah, like, what am I gonna do? Yeah. Um, but no, what I played of it, um, I definitely had that moment of, oh, this is going to be, this is going to be a thing. Oh, what mm-hmm. do you think of the Dual Sense controls as well? I haven't tried them. Uh, oh. When I played, they weren't like on by default or anything. So, okay. Like when I was, I did. Well, you know that's interesting because all I did was the corpo intro. I didn't actually do any shooting or driving or anything oh, okay. when I played. I've been watching my wife play because she's now playing through it for the first time. So I have no idea. I, I actually going to have to go try that because I I heard that there were dual sense stuff in there, but I I don't I, I don't know what they're like. So the the car stuff, I thought, uh, I mean, it definitely is the first game probably since Astrobot where I've been playing something, and as soon as I like started to perform the action, I, I had that whoa, like this definitely feels different. Mm-hmm. Um, that like they really lean into it, um, and have a lot of resistance, like when you're um when you're driving around the car, like that feeling of like pressing down on the pedal slowly and like the car accelerating like at that rate. Like, I imagine Gran Turismo is going to have, like, a similar feeling to it. Um, the shooting, I, I really only have shot the pistol, so I don't know. I mean, that had a feeling to it, but uh, yeah. I imagine the other guns are going to feel different. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious about that because I remembered uh, watching my wife play that. I remember people complaining about the shooting in the game when they first start playing. And I was reminded like that, oh, yeah, the guns you get at the beginning are bad. And that's why they feel bad to shoot. But then oh, when yeah. you get and then when you get your cybernetic enhancements that help you shoot and like give you HUDs and stuff. Or then later when you get better guns, all of a sudden it feels more like a shooter. But yeah. when you're like first playing the game, you're like, oh, my character is not good at shooting. So like the controls are slightly floaty and stuff, which is like really funny because it made it made me think i'm like how many people i wonder like stopped playing after this opening sequence because they didn't like the way the shooting felt even though there's way more stuff to do than just shoot right there's a bunch of ways to spec your character out so um but it was just a 
a curious thought, but I, I am curious how it feels with the with the uh, dual sense. I'll have to give it a go. Yeah, it's fun. Hmm. I like it. Interesting. Cool. Well, I mean, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to uh, playing that trial. Uh, there's, it's like five hours, right? Yeah. 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 Which I think is a good. Well, I think you and I said it in the Discord. Um, mm-hmm. the, it it gets you right to a point where there's like a pretty um story the big story uh, moment. yeah the big story moment is probably right there where you're like what and like you know you want to see what happens next like it's yeah it's probably going to be right around that point it's like the the incident that sparks the rest of the plot basically right um because everything before that's kind of like not that it's boring it's just everything before that is like a different game and yeah. then or a it's really a like, tutorial story. Kind of, yeah. I mean, it's like the it's like the first episode in a show where it seems kind of like, you know, we've all seen like shows where the first episode, you're like, this kind of seems like something I've seen before. And then in the last like five minutes, you're like, oh, and Arcane. then it ends the episode. Yeah, sure. The first episode's like, yeah, this seems like pretty. I still haven't seen that. <laughs> oh, my God, Brian. Uh, first episode, it's like, it's really good, but it is like, I feel like I've seen some of this before, but then as it goes on, you're like, Jesus Christ, this is like the greatest thing I've ever seen. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I feel like cyberpunk does a little bit of the same thing with it's like five hours. So that I think giving people five hours for the trial to get up to that point actually is really smart, but also it gives people the chance who didn't play it because all they heard were negative things now to be like, well, I can actually try it now on my brand new xbox or my brand new ps5 and then maybe they'll be like oh snap actually this game's super good and then they'll end up buying it but no i mean i think it's it's the best move for them at this point given how how far far they've fallen from grace (laughs) in so many people's eyes (laughs) Um, it's it's really wild yeah and i mean one thing that people really another thing people really haven't been talking about much but is supposed to come out this year is the next gen upgrade for The Witcher Three that mm-hmm. we have seen nothing about? Um, I'll be amazed it, if it I does don't, come I don't out. Imagine it's yeah. Yeah, I I don't imagine that's going to be anything more than looks better, runs better, takes advantage of PS Five stuff. I don't think they're yeah. It's like that game I don't think they are. Looks great, you know. So all I'm uh, saying is how many how many people from the age of like twelve to seventeen didn't play the witcher three when it came out five years ago right that came out the same day as splatoon the first one <laughs> it's so crazy that uh such an amazing game came out and then splatoon also came out. it was the same, same day, day or the same week because i remember a guy in line talking to me about it i at, mean uh, a target the one that i always remember are you a squid or are you a kid <laughs> you're both you're a squid now then you're a kid now that i the one that i'll never forget is um alan wake Red Dead Redemption and Split Second all came out on the same day. And <laughs> two of those games should not have come out that day, is all no. I'm saying. Two of them. You know what I'll never forget is uh, when Halo 4 and uh, the, the uh, Obama Romney election happened at the same day. Oh, yeah. And they had a. Uh, Best Buy had all this like election marketing like around Halo. <laughs> And it was like, are you Master Chief? Or no, that was Halo 5. Yeah, shit, no. Who was it, who was it then? Are you sure? It was like, are you an elite or are you a Spartan? It might have been something like that. But they had all these little postcards that were like, mm. 
Yeah. I was gonna. I thought you were gonna say they were trying to get people who who just wanted to go play Halo to go vote. So oh, they were no, like no, no. gonna give them something, you know, if they if they voted and then went and got their game, right? Finish this fight to the polls. Yeah. <laughs> Show us March. your, you know, I voted sticker or your receipt, right? And you'll get like an extra, I don't know, like a case of Mountain Dew or something. <laughs> March seventeenth, we got the Nintendo Switch. Breath of the Wild, and Ed Sheeran's Divide album. Oh, man. That, cu- <laughs> that, that cultural... Uh... It's a great album. Yeah. I know, I'll never forgive that. that man for being mistaken for him so many times in so many different places. Oof. Are you... Every you time I go mistaken for him? Every time I go to two Shake Shack locations near my house, people, are, people like, make those comparisons they're like oh oh i thought people you know were literally like? like trying to get pictures you know with you like? because they thought you were ed sheeran i used to get that with chris Pratt i mean somebody came up to me and somebody came up to me and said that basically like they were thinking i was him and i'm like i don't look that much like him no and then they were like mm. no you don't i don't think you do but he's like goofy looking like you're goofy looking but it's he's fine. like really goofy looking <laughs> <laughs> Oh, thanks, Chris. It's I don't know. It, it's uh, I don't know if either of you have ever watched Sex Education on Netflix. Which oh, if you, ha- if you haven't, show. it's one of like the best shows on TV right now. It's so good. Yeah. Um, I, the one of the things I love about that show is that none of the like lead act, some of them, but m- most of the lead actors don't look like conventionally attractive. They're like attractive, but mainly because they look more like real people. I don't know if yeah. you Is feel that the, the Michael same. Sheen. Show? No, I agree with that. Michael the, Sheen. The Michael Michael Sheen. Is that the Michael Sheen show? Who is Michael uh, Sheen? Uh, he played the angel opposite David Tennant in that. Um... No, no, it's not him. I can tell you, I don't know like any actors or actresses in this show. They're just like yeah, in they're show. all like unknowns or yeah. British. He was people. in another. He was in another show about sex. But I, I think he was like that famous. Oh, this I mean, guy. No, no. I mean, the show is called Sex Education. Good but Omens. It's about a lot more than that. Good that Omens was good. Of? I liked that show. But no, it's not that show. <laughs> Michael Sheen Sex Show. <laughs> Masters of Sex was the show that he was on. Yeah. Yeah, no. Totally not that. different. With, um, this is about a bunch of high school with, kids in like England. With the yeah. uh with Lizzie Kaplan of uh of um uh, cloverfield fame mm. and uh new girl she was awesome in new girl mm. as well mm. no but anyway but you should yeah. watch that show because it's great that's the show that i thought you were talking no. about which i've also not seen but you know what i was watching and the reason i've not been watching arcane is because i've been watching uh i try i finally started watching for the very first time ever uh nathan for you uh, which I'd never seen and is extremely wild. Uh, have you guys seen this show? Nope. Really? Man, I thought everybody <laughs> I had seen the show no. except for me. Dude, I don't okay. watch like TV. I don't watch much. a lot of TV. Yeah. yeah. Me neither. Me neither. But I, I started watching Nathan for You, uh, which is very awesome and incredibly uncomfortable. <laughs> Basically, Nathan Fielder, who's a uh, comic, uh, Basically, he, he he reaches out to these businesses, 
and acts as a consultant and gives them the worst advice. Uh, and it's real. Uh, and I didn't realize this, but he actually made like a video that went viral to try to get attention for this uh, like local petting zoo in like some rural area where like nobody was going to this petting zoo at all. Uh, and he made some video about this uh, pig saving this drowning goat uh, that ended up getting like millions and millions and millions and millions of views and having Reddit threads and all this sort of stuff. It's wild. Like you should definitely check it out. It's on Hulu. And then I started watching Children's Hospital. Have either of you seen that? Nope. Okay. It's it's uh it's a Rob Corddry joint. Uh Rob Corddry, Rob Hubel, um Oh my god. Um Isn't this animated? I her name. No. No? No. It's really good though. It's really really good. And it's completely absurd. Uh so I recommend that uh Nathan, for you, if you get uncom- if you are made uncomfortable by really uh, forced awkward situations, don't watch Nathan for you. But Children's Hospital is awesome and very off the wall and goofy and ridiculous. Uh, and then I also watched the first episode of the Cuphead show. Ah, what did you think of it? I've watched about uh, half thought, of it at this point. I thought I thought it was okay. I thought it was pretty good. It's definitely it's for little kids for sure, um, but. Yeah, I the the some of the voices threw me off. Like the voice of the devil, like kind of threw me off. Ew, what like, do you mean? <laughs> yeah, it yeah. was a little a little weird. But like it's it's good. Yeah, it's good. No, I think uh, I love obviously I love the style of it. Um, yeah, you know, yeah, that, the art is wonderful. Yeah, but what what they do really well, um, and it's subtle. Like unless you like are really, if you're not locked into watching the characters and you're just like kind of observing what's happening. Um, you you may not pick up on it. Um, the backdrops that they have in a lot of the scenes are actually like hand built dioramas that they then put animation in front of or like on top of. Um, so there's like one one episode where they're like in a graveyard, and you can tell it's this diorama that they have like sitting on something that like spins it around, and they have it moving like in a you know in hmm. a certain motion with them running against it so it looks like they're running through a graveyard but like it just ha- it it has this like really unique look to it that i haven't really seen many other shows do mdhr doing it again yeah like it <laughs> i haven't seen a lot of people talk about it um but like as you even their house is this way like in the the intro like it's this clay model that somebody has made um but i th- no, i think the characters are, are cute um Mugman's expressions are super, super funny. Um, like, you can pull, like, a million gifts out of this show, just, like, reacting to different things that he or him reacting, you know, to different things yeah. you could do. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's cute. I mean, it's a good, like, if I was, like, 11 years old or 12 years old, I'd be, like, all about it. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. That's good. Cool. Yeah. Chris, what have you been doing? I saw a film last week. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God! Here we oh, is go. It, I think I, I think Strap I know. Finally. In, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I forgot about this. I'm so excited. Here we go. I was so, waiting to hear hear about this. 
So oh, hold on, let me let me start tickling myself. Oh my god, I'm so ready. So the Uncharted movie came out mm-hmm. last week, and it did, and you know your boy was gonna go see it. You knew he was. Of gonna course, go see I had to. Opening night, baby. Um, grossed fifty five million. Wow. This I mean, weekend not, alone. I mean, that's a lot for now. For now, I don't for know now, how much it for nowadays, one hundred and twenty million. To produce, God knows what they're spending on that's marketing one, because they are marketing weekend, though. the hell out of this movie. Mm-hmm. Before I even get into this movie, <laughs> it's very. I don't think it's gonna at this point. I don't think it's gonna matter what people think of it. I I think this is both a Venom situation, and I think this is Sony. Like, this is the first example of Sony being like, we are beyond a video game company at this point. Like, this is the, the first step of the new Sony and the new PlayStation moving forward, I think, at this point. Where we're going to have this, we're going to have The Last of Us series, there's going to be a sequel to this, there's going to be a Horizon movie or series, there's going to be a Ghost of Tsushima movie or series. Like, they're I going... I based on what they said when they acquired Bungie, it seems like that's what they want. It is like painstakingly obvious and i think with with that in mind we want to make it so playstation fans can get their playstation fix anyway but it's not even it's not just that it's if you are vaguely familiar with the uncharted series the game franchise or if you're a parent and your kid is into it like it's very smart what they're doing, especially with this movie. Like the entire t- like w- w- when the movie ended, like I, I I was sitting there and I was like this movie was not for me. And like I'm com- I'm okay with it. Do I wish it was for me? Absolutely. Like I would have much rather walked out and been like it was amazing. It wasn't. It was like completely fine with a lot of problems, really lazy really lazy writing. Um bad delivery of 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 dialogue um i really didn't like chloe like the actress that played chloe i didn't like her at all um it's just very flat um and the the structure of an uncharted game and we and i said this before it was gonna it came out the structure of an uncharted game does not work when you condense it down to a two and a half hour or two hour thing um these people going from point A to point B to point C across the globe like that and immediately having all the resources that they need to be able to do so. Like, it's too unbelievable and too close together for all of those things to happen to just work out that they happen to end up in all these places. I mean, let me let me counter with a question. Uh, Uncharted draws heavy heavy extremely heavy inspiration from something that was originally a movie so how is it that doing that same doing being basically being a young indiana jones movie doesn't work because indiana jones you go to one place and you pretty much stay there the majority of the time like you start at the university you get on a plane you end you up go to venice you go to venice then you go to Germany. Then you go to the Fertile Crescent. Well, I mean, they have reasons to go to all those places. 
Yeah. I yeah. mean, how's that different from Uncharted? I don't know. I haven't seen the movie. Here's, here's the difference. Like, I can suspend belief with Indiana Jones because he has funding from a university. He has, like, there are reasons that he's able to do these things. Nathan Drake in this movie is a 25-year-old bartender in New York City who has no family, is an orphan, and doesn't, like, I don't even and know Sully if... Sully doesn't have funds He has, whatever. like, a shitty little apartment. The introduction of him and Sully is so unceremonious. Like, it was almost insulting. Like, it just... Tom Holland is working in a bar, and Sully's there, and he's, like, he he's watching him. He's watching Nathan... Spoilers for this movie, if you're planning on seeing it. He's watching him try to, like... Uh, rob a girl that's like like a customer that works there basically like uh, um what the hell do they call it a lift right um or no a mark a mark um and like mark mark Wahlberg makes some remark about like oh you know you should have done this blah, blah blah and he's like who the hell are you we're closed get out of here and then that's it and then realizes tom holland realizes his wallet is stolen and then goes to his apartment and then they just like are friends because solely knew Sam. That's it. Like, then they're just together for the rest of the movie. <laughs> like, cool. The, Man. the motivations just, it, they didn't make sense. Um, was Chloe the girl he was trying to rob? No, no, there's, there's a whole other reason why Chloe's there. Um, I don't know. I just, it, and it's not that it, like, I'm not, I, I I don't have problems with it not being the same as the game. I'm fine with that. But, like, make it make sense. You know what I mean? Like, give... Or give it the character Chris, give it that... Chris, you've yeah. seen modern movies. You know that they don't care about making anything make sense. No, but, like, some do. <laughs> like, a, a lot do. That's true. Just well, people don't like, watch them. Making... S- that's the th- I got that's a whole different discussion about plot holes because lots of people like to scream plot holes at things that aren't actually plot holes and also... yeah. yeah. This is art we're talking about, right? Uh, yeah, and it's also like, oh, the characters were just dumb. Yeah, like, I, I think, at least from what I've read, and I think what you might be trying to, like, latch onto is it, it seems to lack the spirit of the original thing that it's it compl- spawned from. Yeah, it's very and soulless. It, yeah. yeah, there like, you go. The, mm-hmm. Yeah, the the whole experience is very soulless. Like, it's just, it lacks any any spirit or excitement that I had in uh, in any of the games. Um, I don't believe, like, I don't buy into their relationship at all. I don't think they have good, they, they have a few, Mark Wahlberg has good one-liners. Like, he's very quick. Um, and with that, like, even Tom Holland is. But, like, even them together, it's a lot of him just like, oh, hey, old man. Like, it's just... It's not the same. And I don't know if it's because you're not getting, like, literally hours and hours of dialogue between Nathan. Um, Do they not it, have good chemistry? Yeah, they just. Because that's the thing in Uncharted is, like, is like you come in and, like, they're. Nate and Sully don't talk that much in those games. But not really. every time they do talk, you feel the history. Right. Like, you feel their relationship with every line. They're, you know. When he's like, hey, we don't need another, you know, another Timbuktu situation. And he's like, look, all right, I apologize for that. Like, they, there's and, stuff going and on. And I think because 
because this movie is like it is an origin story and they don't have any of that history obviously like and they don't make it interesting enough because i think they were too afraid to like deviate too far from what the games do um they're stuck between like a rock and a hard place of like well we can't give them any backstory other than everything that happens with nate and sam which you see in the games and all we know is Sully is a piece of shit and has been a piece of shit to a lot of people. And they keep telling you he's a piece of shit. And then he acts like a piece of shit. Like, it, it's just, he's a very... Good casting. He's a very... <laughs> I mean, Mark Wahlberg is kind of a piece of shit. But, yeah. like, they... By the end of the movie, it was just like, I didn't... Tom Holland was fine. Um, I thought Mark Wahlberg... He had funny moments, but, like, I still think Mark Wahlberg's a piece of shit. Like, I didn't walk out of this going, like, man, that guy. He uh, Marky Mark's back. I'm a, yeah, he's back. I'm a big fan of his. Like, the whole thing just felt like a giant advertisement for PlayStation um, in a weird way. And I think it's just because I'm too close to it all. Like, I'm just too tied into all You're of this. You're too close to this, Shriver. I'm taking you off the case. Like, the way, <laughs> Give me the a way, Yeah, the way Devin described it was this is the perfect – if you are, like, a 13-year-old having a sleepover and, like, you're a parent, you're like, I don't know what the fuck to put on. And then you go on Hulu or whatever and you find Uncharted's on there and they're like, ah, oh, these kids will love, like, swashbuckling adventures, whatever. Like, I don't have to think about this. It's, like, similar to them putting on, like, Pirates of the Caribbean when I was growing up. It was like, who doesn't love this movie? Except that's this, a it's good like, movie. <laughs> well, yeah, but this is like, who doesn't love Tom Holland, like, firing guns and throwing quips out left and right? Like, people that aren't me and, like haven't devoted chunks of their lives to this franchise like are probably going to think the movie is pretty good just thought it was pretty good like but it it definitely has its issues <laughs> and the other thing i'll say is granted the uncharted games do this but you have time between each moment where this happens there's so much <laughs> like oh i'm gonna go do xyz just kidding now i'm the bad guy <laughs> like, <laughs> There's so much, like, backstabbing, like, at the drop of a hat where it's like, no, now I'm the piece of shit. No, now you are. Like, it's, it, <laughs> no, it got laughable are. by, like, the the fifth time that it happened. It's like, all right, like, we get it. Everyone's out for themselves and, like, everybody's a wow, thief. Wow, so they and... took all the betrayals from all the different games and just put it in one movie. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. It just, it happens so much. It's like, like, by the fourth one, Devin was next to me just like, oh, my God. <laughs> freaking out in the theater <laughs> um then you get to the very very end and then nate pulls a gun on himself and is like now i'm yeah taking that. <laughs> i himself. will say the last the last set piece that happens which like they do kind of spoil in the commercials if you've been watching them um is on the plane the the pirate ships um is oh, I don't think I've seen yeah that the, the plane sequence is actually which is on youtube is the first scene in the movie um, oh, cool. so okay. it's like you get that out of the way um, but there's a whole thing with with pirate ships that like is super super cool um, it's not from any of the other games um, or any of the games I should say um, but I thought they did a good job, uh, did a good job with that um, would I recommend like your dad and, and your mom and dad go see it? Absolutely. Like, this is the perfect FX dad movie. This is the movie that you put on <laughs> Saturday or Sunday at 2 p.m. while, like, so-and-so's, like, got the smoker going 
and you're drinking a couple beers and it's just like on and then like uncle frank's like on the couch and he's been there for three days and no one's really sure why but like he's watching uncharted so you sit down with him like that's what this you're either waiting for the football game to start or it's over and everybody's still hanging out and you want to pop a movie on yep it's that movie and 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 it's and eat what's left of the nachos and dogs yeah and in that way it's like the perfect movie for that situation but like yeah as a diehard playstation uncharted fan no not not no i don't need to ever watch it again i will see the sequel but like i'm good on all of this yeah you say that it probably will get a sequel right it will it absolutely will yeah yeah this is the this is the big bummer of like did i talk about let there be carnage at all on the show i don't know no i i actually got that movie i haven't watched it yet so i watched it and i didn't really like the first venom movie but i'm this is like the same this is like that same scenario for me i'm a huge spider-man fan yeah uh and like i i've there's been a lot of particular things missing from a lot of recent spider-man movies even the mainline ones like i really liked uh Spider-Man No Way Home, but that was the first Spider-Man movie I've really loved in a long time, and it's... I'm developing certain theories and thoughts and feelings about Tom Holland that maybe he's just not the dude for me. Um, He has very thin lips. We realized that during this movie, because he has a lot of close... That's the other thing. He has a lot of close-ups in this movie. I'm not used to seeing his face, and, like, you see it the whole movie, because he's not in the Spider-Man outfit, and he's like... yeah. (laughs) <laughs> he's like these thin lips i had no idea well but it, it it's it's interesting and then you know you watch something like venom and it's just like a, it hits a totally different tone than this and like i'm familiar with venom venom is one of my favorite spider-man villains uh who then you know goes on to become an anti-hero and stuff but like and those movies are like not great and they're gonna make another one and guess what so it's the same director as the first Venom is it movie. Really? Uncharted and Venom are the same director. Yeah. Like wow. I, I don't know I don't know why Sony keeps I don't know who it, this guy is knows. This like, is this going back I mean, this is going back to the old days and Sony's just got like a house director and this is And like this him. is just what he does. He like <laughs> takes these beloved franchises and like makes like man movies out of it and everyone goes to see it. I it's it's that it's that thing name recognition. The funny thing about this is this really strikes me. It's a totally different scenario, but this really strikes me as like or like height of their hubris Atari when they're just like we're just going to make a bunch of licensed games. Who gives a fuck if it's any good? That's or not. exactly buy it anyway. That's exactly what it feels like. It's like it's like we're gonna make an ET game and everybody's gonna buy it because they love that movie and then we're gonna bury a bunch of them in the in the, in the desert. Yeah, like it's just it's that feeling of like being a cash grab, but also like not even re- like it's different than that though because like they're not even respecting their own source material. Like you would think they want to be like, no, we want this to be consistent. We want this like there's you think PlayStation there's a certain quality with that, right? Like, but if you're going yeah. to make a playstation studios like movie franchise or like series of movies or whatever the hell you want to call it like that is just going to be the stamp of like oh yeah remember that ratchet and clank movie that came out that nobody watched it was really bad oh remember the uncharted movie with tom holland that was weird like every single one of them is just going to have that feeling to it 
yeah, there's a crazy thing that I heard lately, which was that they were actually going to to try to keep the uh, license for to to be able to make Spider-Man movies. They were actually going to put out an Aunt May like espionage movie. Sony was just as a thing that they were had to make because if they did the the rules were if they didn't make this many movies in this like if they went this amount of years without making a movie that was based on the Spider-Man license they were going to lose the license it would be reverted. Wow. So they were actually planning they canned it but they were going to make an that's that's movie. some like boardroom we wrote every idea down on the whiteboard. Like <laughs> yep. Yeah. And then we took the worst one. Uh but man that makes that sneaking section in uh, the Spider-Man PS4 game seem a lot less uh bad doesn't it yeah i know it's them and <laughs> sony and warner brothers like as far as their movie studios are concerned like maybe warner brothers has gotten a little bit better but like there was a while so. there there was a while there where it was like warner brothers had like suicide squad and like um the batman versus superman like all these movies that were just like really really bad um and and all it felt like was this is a chance to make merchandise but what's weird about this is this doesn't even feel like that. It's like, no, this is an opportunity for us to make people go, maybe I will get a PlayStation. Like, that's the only reason that this movie exists. <laughs> it's like they already made the merchandise, so. Yeah. So so you would say it feels like the Transformers cartoon, where, like, the cartoon basically exists for the benefit of the toys. Kind of. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, and, like, what's weird is... Oh, oh, this is the other thing I wanted to bring up. What's weird is... Now they've made this movie, and now there are going to be people out there that are 10 or 15 years old or whatever that have never played an Uncharted game. They have the Nathan Drake trilogy. They have the fourth one. They have Lost Legacy. If they get a veto, Golden Abyss. Like, there's no way they make... they can still buy it. (laughs) Yeah, there's no way they make this movie, make another movie, and don't make another Uncharted game. Like, yeah, why but who would makes that it, right? Yeah, I don't know. But like that doesn't make sense to me. Like why would they do that? You would think they'd want to think they're going to make more you don't think they're going to make another Uncharted? No, game? I do. I just I hope it's not Naughty Dog that does it. <laughs> why? Cuz I want them to do something else. Something just mm. totally different, yeah. Yeah, I want them to be able to I don't want them to be become like the another I mean, porthouse, they... you know, or like another I, If we if we look at what they tried to do with Sony Bend uh, after Days Gone, like I don't, I don't think, I think that you're probably going to get your wish. I think they're probably just going to have somebody else do it, yeah, and like have somebody consult or something, because like that's what they want. We're going to do. They were going to be like, yo, do this, do this, you know, do something like this. I don't know. I feel like Naughty Dog is going to be able to do whatever it wants to do. You hope, right? I hope. Yeah. I mean, no. I mean, I think I think that Sony is going to be like. You uh, were on Jack and Daxter, and then we were like, yo, uh, you know, make something new. And then you made Uncharted, which went on to be wildly popular. And then you went on to make The Last of Us, which is maybe even more popular and critically well-received. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. One last thing about this. You know the worst thing about this movie, other than Mark Wahlberg not having a mustache, is the fact that he... The only reason he's attached to this is because it took them so long to make this movie, and he was originally supposed to be Nathan Drake. Yeah. And then 
there was like a meeting and they were yeah, like, oh I mean, no, you're going to, you're going to be Sully and, and Tom Holland's going to be Drake. And he was like, didn't, oh, well that makes sense. Didn't they announce this movie Doesn't like though. way back when they announced like the Bioshock movie, like 15, 16, 17 years ago. I was still like living that. in my parents when they announced this movie. Yeah, same. Back then, so. when back then when Mark Wahlberg as Nathan Drake actually would have made sense. Yeah, a guy in his thirties, like. <laughs> and he's got the attitude that Drake has. Yeah, he's a cocky dillweed. Yeah. You know? Do you know he gets up allegedly? I don't believe this. I don't like Mark Wahlberg, in case you can't tell. I don't if you, really either. You ever want to know mean, about a piece of shit? I mean, he's a racist. You ever want to know so about a piece of shit who, like human? Go on, go on Wikipedia, look up Mark Wahlberg, and see all the things he's been involved in. I digress. Um, what was the point I was trying to make? I don't even remember. I oh, don't know. I remember what he, it was. He wakes up. He wakes up every day at 2.30 in the morning. Praise, which is fine. I don't have a problem with religion. And then works out. And then he does a, whatever Mark Wahlberg does. He gets up at 2.30 in the morning. <laughs> no thanks. No thanks, fam. What time does he go to sleep? 7.30 at night. And he has kids. Ah, uh, that makes sense. But, like, what? no normal person could do that. Whose kids go to bed at 7.30 at night every night? No one's. Get out of here. Get out of here with this. <laughs> Crazy. I raised my hand for the listener at <laughs> We, but 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 in our defense, Riley is two, so she goes to bed whenever the heck I say she goes to bed. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't have to go to sleep, but you do have to stay in your room. So anyway, <sighs> do we have anything else we want to talk about before I get into my review? No, no. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen and people of all kinds, the time has come to talk about Sifu. Cool. Oh. What, what? I'm just... What? Just, oh, Chris is, Chris is dancing. Yeah. Fill, uh, fill in the dead air. <laughs> so, uh... John in the chat goes, with Seafood? No sound. Seafood. Yeah. Yes. Every time, every time I tried to do voice to text and tell somebody that I was uh, playing this game or what I was thinking about it and all these different things, it uh, thought I was saying seafood. Brian is about to talk about the game Sifu, S-I-F-U, Sifu. on PlayStation Five and PC. And PC. It's probably on other stuff as well, but that I played it on Epic Game Store. Uh, oh, it's I like a Kena a, deal. Okay. Was it a PlayStation? I think so. Exclusive yeah. console exclusive. I think so. Really? Uh, Can you? Look I will up and check, check for while me you while, while you do your thing. I will check. Yeah. So uh, thanks to our friends uh, over at Tinsley PR who sent uh, me a review key for the game. Um, uh, before we get fully into it, I wanted to address the uh, like the mild controversy about representation that it's gotten. PlayStation and Epic Game Store. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, so this is uh, a game about martial arts, uh, specifically about I believe the form is called or the uh, the school is called Pac-Mei. Uh It is a, a type of kung fu. Uh, it is based in China, 
and uh, this is by Slow Clap, which I forget where they are based. Uh, but basically, yeah, nice. Chris giving us a slow clap. Uh, but um, a lot of people were like, hey, this is a game that's made by a bunch of white people. Why is it about China and a bunch of Chinese culture and stuff like this? Uh, I got a press release that was talking about that they had a number of uh, Chinese consultants on this game, which like, apart from actually having people as part of your team, uh, I think that's about the best you can do. Uh, I am relatively close to Chinese culture because I lived... Uh, several years in Singapore and that has a lot of Chinese people that live there. And I also have spent some time in China, but that's as far as I'm going to go with that. I am not an authority, uh, aside from like a familiarity with like Chinese new year and used to celebrate and observe that in Singapore and a bunch of stuff like that. Uh, but apart from that, I'm not an authority on this. And so I'm going to defer to people who are writing think pieces about that. So I'm not really going to address that, but I did want to say, uh, that they did, the team did consult with a group of people about this. Uh, and it felt very loving to me. As far as the source material is concerned, uh, being loving towards the player, uh, that's a little something else that we're going to get into. Uh, but uh, I will say this game is incredibly stylish. First, straight up out the gate, I will just tell you, uh, I really, really like this game. Uh but it is mean. This game is mean. Uh, and I definitely, the, the, the walls of my office are definitely laced with lingering uh, profanities uh, and just, do- just dozens and dozens of them. Just times I was just screaming out. In fact, uh, I think one time uh, Audrey actually asked uh, if I. Uh, like asked seriously if I like needed her to come down to help me uh, because she thought that like something real had happened. Oh my God. Because of the way I was talking. <laughs> uh, I think during one particular section, I was screaming, get me the F out of here. <laughs> uh, and I think that's, I think that's what, yeah, they uh, don't think that would have done it. Heard. That might've done. Yeah. It. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so it's it's really really satisfying action. Um, I don't know if we can play a trailer or something like that right now. I will. Fi- I'll find a little, a little something. Okay. Uh, but yeah, um, basically the the framework is there are um, I think five levels in the game, and uh, you go through and you can earn up to like like in the Batman games when you're doing like the melee combat and stuff you you have like a combo counter that goes up um in this you have you have a uh a maximum of uh times 5 uh multiplier that you can have and that's basically uh increased by how many people you take down in a row without getting hit um and you can hit the left bumper uh you can hold it to block or you can tap it in time with uh, enemies' attacks to like deflect or parry them, and then you can counterattack. So your idea is you need to create openings uh, for yourself to get some hits uh, on your enemies. And uh, both you and your enemies have two meters, uh, kind of like Sekiro. You have your health meter and you have your posture meter. And when your posture meter is broken, you can't defend and you're staggered. And then they can like really capitalize on 
dealing damage to you and you can do the same to them. Um, so when it really gets moving, um, it feels incredibly satisfying. You can pick up like weapons, you can pick up bottles and throw them at people. You know, you can get an upgrade where you can like just kick a chair at somebody like Jackie Chan. It's dope. Uh, you can pick up weapons, uh, and there are specific abilities that you can unlock for those weapons. Um, as far as unlocking abilities is concerned, it's kind of like a roguelite in, uh, in one way. Uh, basically, you have uh, your first... So let's say you want to do this uh, charged backhand attack that stuns enemies, right? You pay 1,000 experience to unlock it to be able to use it. Then there are five more times that you... Uh, can unlock it beyond that. And each of those uh, unlocks is permanent. So for a total, you have to spend 6,000 experience to permanently have this forever from now on. So let's say you get through the first half of a level, you get 1,000 experience. You get through the next uh, section of the level, you get another 1,000. You unlock those first two. Okay, then you die and you have to restart over. Okay, that first one to unlock it comes back up, but now you only have to do four more instead of five more. So, like, you can chip away at the amount of stuff you have to unlock something permanently uh, until you can get it, which means you can actually uh, get a feel for the combat and grind the first couple of levels for experience to get, like, really powerful uh, abilities. Um, there's, there's a couple of abilities that I really do recommend if you're going to play this game. Um, one is the charged uh, backfist, which, if you have a weapon... Uh, it turns into almost an instant kill. It does so much damage, it's ridiculous. Um, then there's another one called the ground counter. You're going to get uh, beat up and knocked back into stuff and trip over things. While you're on the ground, you can wait, and if somebody comes up to punch you on the ground, you tap the deflect button, and you'll actually knock them down on the ground, and then you can get attacks in them while they're uh, prone, which is great. It's a great reversal thing. Uh, and then the other one is what I was talking about earlier. It's the, uh, the ability, I think it's called environmental mastery where you can just walk through something. You walk through the environment, you just tap the right bumper and you immediately grab an item and throw it at somebody. And it's great for stunning people. Um, the game's all about crowd control. As you're moving through spaces, you'll have different people. Uh, some will have weapons, some will not. It's like, if you're familiar with like Batman combat, it's basically what if that, but stakes, you know? Like, what if that, but if you mess up, you're going to take a bunch of damage and potentially die. Um, the real wrinkle to this game is the aging mechanic. Uh, so what happens in the game is every time you die, in quotes, you get knocked down to the ground. It goes to a black screen. It gives you an opportunity to spend your experience if you want. And then you can either quit and start the level over, or you can rise again. And when you raise up, it adds uh, one to your death counter and one year to your age. Um, actually, technically, that's not true. But it adds it adds uh, it adds one uh, to your death counter, and then it adds your death counter to your age. Um, so it, the first time you get knocked down, uh, you start the game at age twenty. You get knocked down the first time. You get back up. You're now twenty one. If you get knocked down again, your death counter goes up to two. If you choose to get up, you're now 23. So it becomes exponential. And if you die and you're above age 70, that's it. The game's over. Uh, so you do have a limited 
uh, number of deaths that you can do and still get through to the end of the game. Um, there are a few ways to circum to like circumvent that. Um, you can pay experience to reset your death counter. You can um, go through uh, the level until you find a key that will unlock a shortcut. And then even if you die completely, you'll be able to take shortcuts to the boss and stuff. So one thing that I ended up doing was I fought my way tooth and nail through to the boss, um, got as much intel and as many keys to unlock shortcuts as I possibly could, was like, I think the first time I beat the first level, I was like 60 already. <laughs> and that was the first of five levels. Uh, and then like I died on the second level and I was like, all right, I'm going to start over. And then I went back to the first level and I just went straight to the end boss. I think I died like once or twice on him. And then I beat that level at like 23. And so then I can go into the second level at as a 23-year-old instead of a 60-year-old. Right. So like there are thing, ways that you can like do that. And it's like, okay, well, I don't need experience. I don't need more skills or to unlock more abilities. So I'm just going to go straight to the boss and try to take them out. Uh, but that also makes it really easy because you don't have to fight through this entire huge level with a bunch of mean assholes that are trying to beat the shit out of you uh, just to try to beat the level again. Um, like I think the third level you beat, you fight two guys at the beginning that are super easy pushovers. And then once you have the key, you just go straight ahead of you, turn a corner and take the elevator and you're at the final boss of that stage. Like once you actually unlock it, it's way easier to, to like really get through it quickly. Um, but you do have to juggle. Um, there's another thing like uh, enemies can get a second wind. Basically what you do is you, you knock down their defense when they guard break, you can actually do like a finishing move. Uh, and then that will give you a little bit of your health back. And this is kind of like the rhythm that you go in. There are little shrines that you can find. And each time you access one, you can get an upgrade for free or you can pay for certain types of upgrades. And one of the ones that you can get is, oh, every time I do like a finishing move on somebody, I'll get more health back. Or, oh, hey, my defense meter is bigger now. Or, oh, my weapons do more damage or have more durability and stuff. So like you can kind of pick the ways that you want to focus. Um, and there's like com a combo system and a bunch of stuff and you can buy new combos. You can buy like weapon specific moves that do like a bunch of damage uh, and all that sort of stuff. I, I really, really like it. Uh, the only thing that I, I mean, this is a common trend. The only thing I wish is that there were easier, like more accessible options because this game is tough. Uh, but uh, there are uh, there is an easy mode uh, coming, and there's a harder that. mode coming as well. Oh, a harder mode. Uh, yeah, <laughs> because everybody everybody wants that. Uh, but yeah, uh, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Uh, as far as actually, Will uh, Will was watching me. I was streaming on Discord directly to him while we were just hanging out one night. Uh, while I was working on my review and um, we got to this one uh, scene where I was fighting my way through a hallway, kind of like the uh, Daredevil uh, hallway scene. Yeah. And, it, and it was equally as epic. It was awesome. Um, the, the set design and the lighting, the art direction are all absolutely top tier. One of the things, uh, it, it was in um, the, uh, there was an art museum where I was doing this fight. And the first thing that struck me when I walked in there and it, I'd, I'd had it in the first two levels, but in this one, it, it really hit me was that the lighting looked real. Like it was this weird, like soft lighting that you see in museums. 
and like the specific sorts of buildings, like very particular type of lighting that I've never seen anywhere else. Like office buildings don't have this type of lighting. It is exclusively like where we need to have very diffused, very light, very like kind of subdued lighting so that everything is very even toned. And as I was going into this, I was like, God, like they really nailed it. Like this looks like an art museum. And I went through and I was like, actually, after I beat the people up in the different rooms, I was stopping to look around at the different art pieces because they looked really interesting. Wow. Like it was, and I, <laughs> when was the last time you played through a game in a museum and actually thought the stuff in the museum was interesting to look at? Like it's been ages. <laughs> like, and that was such a cool thing. Um, but there's, there's, um, if you really are a glutton for punishment, there's actually a secret ending <laughs> that I got, uh, that involves you like, uh, each boss has two phases. You basically complete the second phase and then you don't end the fight and then you complete it again and it'll give you another option. So you got to actually survive longer against these bosses. Um, if you want to do that. But I mean, this is, this is one of those games that like, I recommend for people who are, I've seen a lot of people compare this to like a fighting game. And it is kind of like that where like people are going to do a low kick. So you need to dodge or avoid it. Oh, I forgot to, I forgot to add this, but there is, there's a way to like dodge and like duck and weave, uh, in this game. That's really, really satisfying. And if you jump into this game, Definitely don't just block and deflect. Like, learn to avoid moves, uh, which is basically like uh, you hold on the uh, left bumper and then you hit down on the left stick to duck under like a high kick or something. And then you hit, uh, you do that same move, but hold up on the left stick and you'll like jump over like a leg sweep move. And you gotta, there's like unblockable moves like that that set up like big damaging moves. So you're gonna have to be aware of that. There's like a lot of like these mechanics that you're gonna have to like get used to. For this game. It almost but sounds it's, it's like good. the, or, and even from the gameplay, like, it's like if you made Skate into a fighting game. <laughs> like, just the, kind of. like, the, or, or like the new NHL games, how, like, you have to, you use the right stick to, um, you know, like, move your hockey stick and things like that. Like, it, it reminds me of that because it's not as simple as, like, X is heavy, like, and, and that's it. Like in terms of this is not Streets of Rage. Yeah. This is not a beat 'em up. This is this is a more technical, demanding uh, thing. Yeah, like it's 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 very interesting. It's very interesting. I I don't th- I I'm sure there are other games like it, but I haven't played any. Uh, I haven't played a game that is this precise and demanding. Yeah. Uh, that still has like kind of that, you know, 3D kind of beat him up kung fu vibe mm-hmm. like it does it the, the cinematic way that it zooms in when you do your takedowns and as you're just like okay i'm fighting this guy over here somebody's doing a punch over here so i'm going to deflect that and i'm going to go over here and i'm going to let give him a little one two and then i'm going to trip this guy and then i'm going to grab this you know broom and smack this guy in the face and then oh oh there's a giant bruiser coming over to me he's trying to grab me from across the room i got to dodge out of the way you know like it makes you feel like you are part of like a kung fu movie, which is like very very cool. Hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, I I, sh- I should record like a little snippet of me doing uh, just that hallway fight because it's so cool. Yeah, like just just to like show people what it is because like there's it's 
it's, I don't know, it's incredibly cinematic. It's a really, really good-looking game. Uh, and, uh, I, yeah, every, every, every location that they have looks like a real place. You go to, like, a spa, and it feels like, and is laid out. Like, it's almost like Hitman levels of, like, environmental design. Hmm. Like, it's, it's, it's obviously not, I don't think, meant to be that way, but each, like... The hub, when you're walking around the home, like it feels like someone's house. Like it feel like I'm walking around, there's like papers on the table and they look like the way that I would have put papers on this table. <laughs> like, I don't know how to really describe it. If it like, but the, if that makes sense, like it looks like, like, you know, you walk into the kitchen, there's a teapot it looks, where it I would have put the teapot. In. It looks, yeah, these all look like real places, yeah. which is crazy to me. I mean, it's very possible that they like, built a real set or like went into I mean, rooms maybe, like yeah, this and took pictures and then we're like all right do the thing yeah i mean design design it's it possible. To look like that it's possible but like i you know a lot of um i don't know a lot of set design looks like it's different from the game looks like it's distant from the game in a lot of games yeah like even i love the dark souls games i love uh you know Bloodborne, when you walk into a library, all the stuff is there. Like you've got bookshelves, you've got pages, you've got books on the shelves and stuff, but it doesn't look like it's there, there. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it's separate from you. Yeah. Whereas in Sifu, like all the locations are, I, I am there. Like I am walking through this space. I'm walking around this table. There's a, you know, there's some cage over there, like some, one of those old, like, uh, like, pails that they would carry around soda in like the see-through crates turned upside down in the place that somebody might want to sit down like it's just so well thought out it's crazy to me i don't know i don't know if i don't i haven't read any reviews for this game i don't know if other people are picking up on that but it definitely that is one of the most laudable things i think in this game is like uh the lighting is ridiculous like it's so good uh it's so stylish uh and the art direction is like outstanding like it's it's wild. Yeah, like it, to watch even the the clip I just had from IGN up, um, I think it was of the first level. Um, it it's definitely like if you were watching somebody that is very good, and clearly that the person who recorded that was. Um, it's it's very it's probably Ronnie or yeah, it's very entertaining <laughs> to watch. Um, unfortunately, I just don't think it's a game that I would be any good at. <laughs> mm-hmm. And this is this is the thing. Like I think I think. I don't know when the easy mode patch is coming out. I think that once it's out, I this will be a game that I recommend to everyone. Yeah. Right now it is it is tough. Yeah. Like it is not easy to beat this game. It is really not easy to get the special ending. Um although I did enjoy <clears throat> getting it. Um but like this this game is not much like the people that you were fighting in this game, the game itself is not pulling punches. Yeah. The game is trying to kill you. Uh, and you need to... You need to overcome that if you want to see the end. Um, the, but but a lot of it, like if you, if you have the opportunity to like dip in, I don't know. If they do any sort of demo for this, like everybody should pop in just because when it, when it feels... Like when you're getting there, when you're fighting like three or four people at a time, like when the game really sings and when it does, like 
Like this is this is gonna be one of those games that like I'm gonna revisit it once the easy mode patch comes out, uh, and it's probably gonna go on my favorites for this year. Yeah. Um. As of right now, it, it's uh, it's mostly I mostly feel very good about this game, uh, but I really wish it wasn't as mean as it was <laughs> to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah, uh, definitely catch the fever on this one, which is wild because like look at, like going into it like I, I wasn't really that much looking forward to it. Like I was I was I was intrigued, but I wasn't excited, which I guess is kind of par for the course for like a lot of stuff. Well, but also mm-hmm. like we didn't. It's the first game of like you know a, a franchise, right? Quote unquote. Um, I don't know that we do we know anything else that Slow Clap has made. Is this a new studio? Know. Like I've never played anything from them. At least I don't think. Um, like there wasn't a whole lot to go off of other than it was like, okay, it's a cool looking fighting game with a crazy st- art style. Absolver is what they've made. Yeah, Absolver. Which yeah. I don't think I played that. Wasn't that I've a heard fighting of it, but I've not game? Uh, or am I crazy? Uh, you might be crazy. Or am I thinking of something else? Oh, it. Oh, I remember this game. It's like a the upcoming um, prestige system update will expand your possibilities after you hit level sixty. Not a fighting. It game. is a martial arts <laughs> themed action role playing game developed by Studio Slow Clap and published by Devolver Digital. Actually, okay, so they like martial arts. I'm pretty sure. Uh, Smoke in the chat who said it was Absolver first. Sorry, Mom Jum. Uh, told me about that game one day at work when we used to work together. We're missing. We're missing smoke and mumjum in the chat. Yeah. Wow. Wow. What are they saying? Yeah, but it's 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 good. I would definitely uh, I would definitely recommend catching the fever, particularly if you have um, if you have some uh, video game bona fides. Especially if you're looking for a fighting game, because there's no shortage of other games that you could be playing right now that are coming out or are out. I feel like all, or, I feel yeah. like February hit and it was just like fuck you. Here's everything. Like <laughs> everything <laughs> came out at once. Basically, yeah. Uh, yeah, we're we're gonna have a lot to talk about in the coming yeah. weeks. <laughs> it's definitely true. Uh, but yeah, but yeah, I I like it. I think it's good. And I think once it once it gets the easy mode patch, I think I think that everybody should give it a go. So definitely keep your eyes on that word will do <sighs> you're right champ well who yeah i'm all right oh. i just <laughs> I, I was like it was one of those scenarios where it was just like just, i'm gonna talk about seafood like he's and just i don't having know what i'm gonna say and then and then i just like opened my mouth and it just just, it just kept just, coming out yeah. it just poured out sometimes sometimes i'm like man i'm really getting too in the weeds about like how you do all this different shit and then i'm just like yeah but i'm trying to explain how what the game is and it's like it's different than some other games i don't know it's fine oh we appreciate you yeah man it's been a lot and i've been been playing another game that's trying to kick me in the teeth right now but i can't talk about it yet take one guess i need to i need to i need to to play a game that just loves me for who i play like scribble knots or something kirby should be out like march 1st instead of the end of the month and just call i just call cthulhu at the beginning of every level (laughs) 
Ugh. I'm going to try Mario 64 is what I'm going to try. <laughs> Smoke says Mario Galaxy loves you. <laughs> Does it? Does it, though, Smoke? Does it? It's not that it's hard. Uh, it's just that it doesn't control great. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting because I don't have Pokemon Legends Arceus and I don't have Horizon. Yo, I could get one of those. You want a chill game. Like a chill. Pokemon is a chill game. I mean, I can't speak to Horizon. It, I, I imagine it's very good, but... Uh, Pokemon is Bearer, if you never played that chill as hell the chillest game that's ever been made yeah that's not still on Game Pass is it yeah it is okay I started that game but I definitely did not finish it I bailed because I was just like yeah I don't know I want to do something else I might need that <laughs> just ride around jump into some stars as I'm driving my boat fish off the back and raise some crops there you and go. feed somebody a squid sandwich. these all sound fake but they're real <laughs> <laughs> they're all they're all real things that happen in this game. That's all real stuff that happens yeah. in Spirit Fair. Whatever you do, don't play Black Mesa because everything in that turn, game wants to kill you. Turn my uncle into a goat, cook him a sandwich. <laughs> all real. It's all real. All fairly accurate. Yeah. I think your uncle's like actually a frog. Your uncle yeah. is a frog. Yeah. Your your aunt's a goat. There are many. Grandma. There are many people. There are lots of goats. And they are either <laughs> very animals. <laughs> the game for the... This is the, one of those things where it's like Brian booting up Spirit Fair. And then it's like that gif of the uh, the Dean from Community. It's better not awaken. It's better not awaken anything. <laughs> Everybody except you is an animal. <laughs> Anyways... I don't have anything else to say uh, this week. What about you guys? Shall we wrap? I think we're good. Let's do it. Okay. Thank you, uh, viewers and listeners, readers. I don't know how you readers. read show, but but uh, uh, thank you all for joining us for episode 220 on 221.22, baby. Baby. Uh, tomorrow, enjoy the, the, the most two... Uh, day that you're probably ever going to uh, have to have to experience you should play it takes two tomorrow on two I have that downloaded on my Xbox actually I I also do because I played it on Valentine's Day aw it's a good way to spend Valentine's Day it was a good time (sighs) I'm so drained I can tell (laughs) I can tell yeah (laughs) oh what gave it away yeah (laughs) <laughs> I melt through my chair um, yeah thank you so much for joining us uh, if you have any uh, topic ideas or uh, ideas uh, that you want to have us discuss on the show uh, hit us up either in Twitch chat uh, in YouTube comments uh, or on social media you can hit us all up corporately together as a group uh, on Twitter at PlatformersPod uh, you can find me uh, on Twitter and Instagram at Ribnax, R-I-B-N-A-X. And uh, starting um, Wednesday or Thursday this week, you'll be able to see some of the stuff uh, that I am doing on IGN.com if you search Elden Ring. Oh. <sighs> I'll be helping you through that uh, world. The ring of the <laughs> Elden. With a, with, a, with a bunch of my friends. <laughs> So, uh, Josh, where can everybody find you? 
Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the Jawa Josh. I don't tweet that much, but if you want to see all the cool video essay stuff that I'm working on, you can go to youtube.com slash media is mythic. Um, my latest video is actually funny enough about spirit fair. Um, it's called spirit fair and death positivity. I don't have an ETA on when that's coming out, but soonish. I like the idea <laughs> of that. I do too. I'm definitely going to watch It's very philosophical because, uh, and uh, hopefully will ease some anxieties, I think, that we all have. I'm definitely What do you mean I'm self. mortal? <laughs> yeah. Sit down, Chris. <laughs> what do you mean I'll die someday? Um, are you good? Are you done? Yeah. Are you? You can find me on Twitter at Shrives93. Um, lately I've just been retweeting goofy shit that I see that is video game related that I find funny. Also, there's a good chance I'm going to be live tweeting, uh, my rewatch of the Lord of the Rings, the Fellowship of the Ring tomorrow, because I'm watching it for the first time in like 10 years. Wow. I'm supposed to not say anything the whole time because I'm watching it with Devin and he's never seen it. And my dad may be joining us, and I'm very excited about are it. Are you watching? Wow. Are you watching extended edition, or we are you watching not. normal? I want to. Dude, I know. Do it. I know. You know what's funny? There's a shot because I was like, I I, I, w- I was playing with my picture settings on my TV earlier to make sure it was like perfect for tomorrow, and because I'm like <laughs> a fucking dork like that, and I had the extended edition up on my uh, computer at one point, and there's a scene in the very beginning where. They're going. It's like the prologue where she's like explaining everything that happens mm-hmm. and then, uh, you know, before the events of like the Lord of the Rings. And there's a part where they she talks about the guy who who kills Sauron who got the ring. Isildur. Yeah, Isildur. Yeah, and um, she's like, but the ring betrayed him or whatever. And in the extended edition, there's this cut of him standing up, and he's he puts on the ring and disappears but the backdrop behind him is like so fake like he's clearly in front of a green screen when it happens and it's just like a really funny shot because it looks really fake um and i was like really excited to see it in the theatrical one and i turned on the theatrical one to see how it was going to look and the scene's not there and i was like what like i'm missing this gold this stupid thing Like, and I wonder how many uh, of those honest, little moments are, aren't uh, there. Honestly, many. I say I would say that you should, if someone's never seen it before, you should just start theatrical. Um, yeah, probably having yeah. someone be like this thing that they might not like, and you're like, and have get to sit ready for four hours. Suit up for four hours, yeah, or yeah. three and a half hours, or whatever it is. Like, it's like, yeah. uh, just la- just have them do the first time, and then if they like it, be like, guess what? There's more. Yeah. You know? Let me tell you about the There's mouth of Sauron. <laughs> Everybody loves Sauron's mouth. There's what the other thing that was weird is uh, in the beginning. There's a scene where you know there's that, that meme of Frodo where he's like, "All right, then keep your secrets," and he's like looking at mm-hmm. Gandalf. Like, there's like more dialogue there that they like trim down, and then yeah. that line, uh, like you don't see him say that in the theatrical one. I was like, whoa. Like and one after you see the extended and go back, like it feels very like rushed. It's like, ugh. Yeah. It's a weird feeling. Because they're like, we gotta cut, we gotta cut a lot of stuff yeah. out to make this movie, and they're just like, okay, take out half of that line, take out half of this yep. line, take out this other it's crazy. line. Yeah, make sure it yeah. still flows, right? Yeah. 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 
But anyway, that's what I'm going to be doing tomorrow. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> Sounds fun. Cool. I'm excited. I'm excited. I definitely need to be notified when you're about to do it so that I can stay tuned to your live tweets. Because I'm <laughs> probably not going to be paying attention to Twitter otherwise. Yeah. So I got stuff to do. Anyways, uh, yeah, uh, you can watch us record each episode of this show on twitch.tv slash platformerspod. And you can check out the archived uh, episodes so you can watch previous ones uh, on youtube.com slash platformerspod. If you enjoy the show, uh, tell friends about it. And please give us a review on Apple or Spotify or wherever you're at. Uh, It really helps us out. So we appreciate that. From everybody here at The Platformers, we hope you have a wonderful week. Stay safe out there. Until next time, we are out. Bye. Bye. Bye.